The Gardening Gang. On location at Coachwood Nursery. Summersby for the Central Coast Harvest Festival. Come on up the mountaintop today. Get out of your car and get um, into the action here with the Harvest Festival. Pete and Sherilyn at the Coachwood Nursery this morning. A little bit of echo because we're in the farm shed here. We are. Isn't this amazing, oh, Pete? It's a yes. little chilly, chilly, but the sun is coming out and it's gorgeous. And we've got listeners from all over the world, actually, that are so interested in what's going on. You've got so on many central... friends in wild places, you know that? I do. And they all tune into the gardening gang, wherever they are. Wherever, today. whatever time it is. Now, my backside is being warmed here by a beautiful fire. Ooh, it nice. is a log fire. It was set up by uh, uh, Peter and and Ruth, uh, and Ruth Donnelly, mm-hmm. who own the Coachwood Nursery here yes. at Summersby, which is only a hop, step, and a jump from the hive of activity today at the uh, Summersby School. That's right. The CWA are down there with Devonshire they Tees, are. I believe, this morning. Yes, and it'll be a hot spot. <laughs> there's things to do from Calgar and Summersby right through to Mangrove Mountain, Peets, Ridge, Yarramalong, Duralong, Jillaby, Wine Creek and Culnura, all over the hinterland. You can explore with friends and and taste all the seasonal produce and find out what our small producers and our little farms are doing and also all the people who support them and who live in these areas too. So the reason for the gang today kept travelling all this all this way up the hill. Up the mountain. It was at least half an hour from Coast FM Studios. Yes. So anyway, not very far away at all. We bring out the beauty of our local uh, farms and valleys yes. as Sherilyn said and isn't it gorgeous? Autumn mm-hmm. leaves are dropping and it's just a gorgeous day to enjoy the Central Coast hinterland rather than the beaches. We're yes. going west today. We are. Got plenty of people to talk to, including uh, our hosts, Peter and Ruth Donnelly at the Coachwood Nursery. Yes, yes. In the meantime, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Alan Graham's Caravans and RVs at uh, Wyoming, open all weekend, and also Doormaster. Doors and security windows. Exactly right, Sherilyn. You're on the ball this morning. I am. And there's Ruth in the distance there. She's just bought me a beautiful cup of tea. So let's play a tune and come back and talk to the Donnellys about uh, their life on the farm. What do you reckon? I'm going to do that. Classic hits. The Gardening Gang here at Coast FM 963, Pete and Sherilyn. And we're here because it is the Harvest Festival weekend here on the Central Coast, which has grown from uh, what was just a small kind of uh, people of interest got involved in the uh, promotion of the farming life on the coast up to a very sig- significant event. It is. It people is very come, significant. People come from all over the state, I'm they told, do. to come to the Harvest Festival, particularly from Sydney and Newcastle, and it's to highlight all of our hinterland because there's always this focus, as you said before, Pete, on the beaches. We love our beaches, but you know what? The Central Coast is also hinterland and everywhere else. I've got a farmer here. Have or a farmer et, maybe a farmer. Um, we'll a, a farmer. farmer. There's a couple that uh, own the Coachwood Nursery, Peter and Ruth Donnelly, and we often speak to particularly Ruth on the gardening gang about mm. different things, and Ruth has just produced me a beautiful cup of tea. Ruth, good morning, and thank you for that cup of tea. It's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Thanks so much. I notice you've made it out of Narada tea, which is Australian-made. Yes, yes. Any particular reason you buy Narada? <laughs> I rarely buy that brand. Yeah, <laughs> no, we just, I guess Support. it's what we're used to, but we, we love it. Yes, supporting local industry for sure. Now, Ruth, on the farm here, which just turned out to be a magnificent day, can't see a cloud in the sky, and I know that wasn't of your making, <laughs> but have you been involved in the, far- the, the Farmers Festival, the Harvest Festival for long? Yes, quite so many years now, and we've watched it grow. 
but the most fabulous event this is turning out to be and it's so gorgeous right across the central coast it uh, has been supported by the local farmers and also schools. Everyone's getting involved and it's become an expanded and amazing event. And yes. so everyone should get out and about and enjoy this gorgeous weather this weekend. Is it normally held on the uh, Queen's slash King's birthday weekend? Yes, yes, the June long weekend. Okay. And some of the hubs are open for one more day on the Monday mm-hmm. and we're one of those hubs. So if you miss out on the Saturday or Sunday, you can still visit some of the hubs on the Monday. But most are only open on the Saturday and Sunday. So there are people that are familiar with Coachwood Nursery, but not everybody is tuning in. So let us know, what do you produce here on the Coachwood Nursery site? Okay, Coachwood Nursery at the moment specialises in dry climate plants, which we're heading into a little bit of dry weather by the sound of it. So we're encouraging people to grow things that don't need so much water so we've got a huge range of rare and collectible succulents we've got lots of them that can be used for indoor plants we have some indoor plants as well and we've got some organic produce Mm. so this is a nursery where you take it from uh, seedlings to product yes yes we're a production nursery so we start from scratch so my husband and i have been in the industry for over 40 years so we're very well experienced in in growing things from scratch people they are (laughs) (laughs) and the other reason that we have ruth on the show a lot is because ruth is a fellow florist that's why and you can do the most amazing workshops up here as well do you i see all these dried flowers here you grow a lot of these things here most of them mm-hmm. yes and they're all australian grown and so there's no preservatives no chemicals no sprays we're completely organic on this farm we don't use any glyphosate or roundup mm-hmm. and so there's a few weeds when you come here but it's completely natural and and no chemicals it's very very safe visiting our nursery uh, what appeals to me i mean i should have thought about buying a small property or moved to the coast near mm-hmm. 50 years ago and the Donnellys haven't been here that long, I don't think, I should have bought a small property because I feel like I'm part of nature and we're not very far away from the the hubbub of the city and all that, so it's it's a magnificent choice. Why did you choose Somersby when you purchased the property here? Um, Somersby is... Is, You're locally born to start with. Yes, I am. And Somersby is a little bit higher up. It's elevated and we get the most fantastic air circulation. So it reduces the amount of um, fungal diseases and bacterial diseases. So it makes you growing easier. There's less pests, less disease in a really well-ventilated location. And Ruth says that with such passion. She does. Oh, she's oh, a passionate God plant person. Me. I love having her on the show. <laughs> yes, so, Ruth, okay. uh, you do workshops throughout the year, which are very, very popular. What's happening at Coachwood over the Harvest Festival weekend? Okay. This afternoon uh, at 3 p.m., we have a succulent workshop. So, it's everything you need to know about succulents. So, what potting mix, fertilizer, what make the best succulents for indoor plants everything that you need to know and we have a propagation session so that you learn how to propagate them and you get to take home stacks of goodies so right and this is a ticketed event it is you can book online okay. but you can also walk in okay lovely i was going to say lovely. just look for the uh, sign which is about 200 meters 
west of the uh, school. Yes. About 200, 250? Yeah, that's it. Just uh, It's Coach just Wood. 200 metres, just travelling north towards Mangrove Mountain. Yep. And it's if you look out for that sign, Pete, as you said. Yep, and the green flag. She's got a nice green Ruthie sort of bunting. Well. Oh, it's a wonderful nursery. Yeah. It's a wonderful, whether you do a work, workshop or not, it is just such a lovely nursery to work around, walk around. And if you like succulents, you will not, I don't think you'll see, such a great array of succulents. You are you gushing, aren't you? I just I love coach. I, well, I've got pride. I've got Central Coast pride, Pete. Okay. That's it. Hey, Ruth, nice talking. We might catch up a little later on. If we run out of guests, I think we'll talk to Ruth again. And we'll be speaking to nice Peter. Nice to see husband. you, Ruth, and thank you for your Ruth. hospitality this morning. Thank you. Classic hits at Coast FM with the gardening gang. Here's QED. The Gardening Gang. On location at Coachwood Nursery, Summersby for the Central Coast Harvest Festival. Coast FM 963. Classic Hits. Coast FM, Pete Little and Sherilyn Darcy. It is the Harvest Festival right throughout the Central Coast this weekend and we're highlighting the, the local growers and farmers and one of our uh, local growers is the Bloom Barn. Joining us now is Ivan Rusev from the Bloom Barn over at Pete's Ridge. So we're at uh, Sonnesby. We're going to yeah, go west at the moment, going, over, yeah. the, over the hill a bit there. G'day, Ivan. Thanks for joining us this morning. No problem. Thanks for having me. Now, Sharon, <laughs> you got a couple of questions for Ivan. I do. Look, I've noticed that you grow sunflowers. I'm so excited because I love sunflowers. So obviously they must be all ready now, and all our budding gardeners on the coast would want to know, when did you plant these sunflowers? I planted them about 13 or 14 weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, knowing that it would be cooler conditions and what have you. So usually we'd, I'd plant, if I was doing something like this, about nine weeks in advance, nine or ten weeks in advance. So mm-hmm. I gave them an extra three or four weeks on top of what I would usually plant them, just for the fact that we've got colder weather, we've got shorter days, that idea. So obviously there's some flowers and they love sun, but if we've got shorter days, they're not getting as much as they usually would, so I had to uh, prepare for that, basically. Are the growing conditions on the mountain pretty good for these sunflowers? Are they, Ivan? Uh, better than I expected. When I first started farming, I, I was just told that I couldn't grow them throughout winter. Mm. Uh, then a few years ago, I attempted to, just uh, out of my own curiosity, and they seem to grow really well. So they just grow a little bit slower than what they usually would. So, yeah, uh, the conditions in general on the mountain are great. You know, we've got sandy soil, we've got plenty of water. Mm-hmm. Um, so that actually really helps. And the, we don't get too many frosts either. So it actually, they, it just slows them down a little bit compared to what they, when they usually would be growing like All throughout right. summer. And what sort, what, what are the varieties that you're growing? Is it just one type? Uh, I've got two varieties that I generally grow. Only because for me, I know the timing wise. Uh, I know the quality are great and how I can time them. So mm-hmm. one's called a sunflower alivar. And the other one's called a meridian. So there are two colours of meridian that I use. One's a meridian gold and one's a meridian yellow. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll mix them up in the field, you know, because some people like a darker sunflower and some people mm. like a brighter sunflower. So, Ivan, what are you planning for the harvest weekend for everybody? Yeah, so we've got obviously people coming along to pick their own sunflowers. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a massive fire pit and we and part of the tickets, the, everybody gets marshmallows so they can roast marshmallows over the over the around the fire pit type thing mm-hmm. um, yeah. we'll make bouquets out of everybody's sunflowers and then we'll wrap them beautifully and then there's also going to be some coffee here and there's going to be a food cart here and 
Um, oh, nice. And a, a whole good, lot of other things. A, a good day for the family. Really. I'm going to ask this one for the millennials out there. So if they're you know into the Instagram, into the gram, is it okay for them to stand there and take all of their lovely posed photographs, you know, being all boho princesses and princes? Is that okay? We would love that. That's oh. the whole idea. But, yeah, okay. just make sure they tag us in it if they could. Thank you. Oh, that's it. Hashtag bloom bar. Uh, yeah, there you it. go. Hashtag sunflower. Yeah. Uh, now... Uh, the Bloom Barn, did you choose that name there for any particular reason? Yeah, I don't know if that's something that uh, you've been uh, keen to copy the chemist's name or not. Uh, you know. <laughs> no, no, definitely the Bloom came from the flower from mm-hmm. the flower part. Um, I don't know, it's just a name that kind of, kind of caught on. Quirky, yeah, okay, excellent. I love it. Quirky, so- yeah, we, um, my wife's Canadian and they've got a lot of... Um, She's actually from a, a farming background in some regard as well. They've got a whole lot of Canadian barns. Uh, that's so where the I came up with a bloom and she came up with a barn and, and here we are. Oh, excellent, mate. So outside of the Harvest Festival, where can we find your produce? We like supporting our, our uh, farmers. Thank you. Thank you. So generally, well, every Sunday we're at uh, Gosford Farmers Market. Mm-hmm. And we also are trading at Newcastle Farmers Market and just in Glendale. And we'll have a, we're trying to have a little stall out the front of the farm. Uh, which we'll have every weekend as well. And then we're hoping to actually do uh, sunflower picarones on a more frequent basis as well. So oh, good we're going to be trying to, do it, you know, trying to do it every weekend. It won't be until like we come into spring, but mm-hmm. hopefully from spring onwards we'll we'll be able to, to do that on a, just a bit smaller scale than the Harvest Festival. Sure. Excellent. Well, there's Ivan. Ivan Rusev from uh, Pete's Ridge today. The Bloom Barn is the place to go if you want a bit of fun with the family. Thanks for your time, buddy. Hope you have a great weekend. Thanks, Ivan. Thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. On the farm, on the radio, with the Harvest Festival at Coast FM this weekend. Classic hits on the radio with Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy here this morning. The Harvest Festival Central Coast is on all through this long weekend. The King's Birthday. How about that? It's a yes. whole new name. It's a whole, whole new world. whole new world. King's since, Birthday. Since uh, HRM passed away. Mm. And we're today at the uh, Summersby um, location. Yeah. The Harvest Festival a spot today for the gardening gang is at uh, this nursery. which Coachwood. Uh, is Coachwood. Um, we'll take a break in just a tick and thank some sponsors. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, uh, the weather forecast for the weekend is absolutely perfect to get out and about, jump in your car and go chasing these magnificent things up on the uh, on the hill, the hinterland and hills of the coast. It's going to be a sunny weekend today and tomorrow, expecting a maximum temperature of 18 degrees. Overnight tonight, it's only 6 degrees, but it'll be cool. Coast FM, Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy. It is the Harvest Festival throughout the Central Coast this weekend. Mm-hmm. And MC Microbe is joining us today. He's somewhere. He is in a special place today. He is. He's <laughs> part of, he is part of the Harvest Festival. MC, hi. Hey, gang. How are you all? Yes. It is the goss time. It is the goss. Now, Sherilyn's very excited about the gardening goss <laughs> today because it does relate to something that everybody can identify with. Would you like to give us the um, the background story about the cows that have a problem with breaking wind and how they're going to get around <laughs> that problem? Yes, well, we're in the Harvest Festival with all these uh, small sort of farms and it fits. There's a lot of cows around here and uh, I notice some are a bit windy. So, MC, what's the goss? And no giggling. Yes, I am a fan of, of cows and I can relate to their gassiness um, and 
it's due, due to their their oh, stomach. Um, so the, the microbes inside the stomach of the cows mm-hmm. produce mm-hmm. a lot of methane, and all they do is eat, sleep, and let uh, it out, black, <laughs> and let it out, let it rip. Oh dear! Oh now, dear! There is a solution, apparently. Yeah, because it's bad for the greenhouse gas emissions. That's well, the problem. We need a solution, not a problem. Oh. We know what the problem. <laughs> What's we the need solution? a solution. MC, what have you come up with? Yeah, there was a, a study um, that was done in, a few years ago that saw the emissions reduced by more than 80%, which is pretty huge. Wow, in the group yes, cows, indeed. Just from introducing seaweed into their, their feed. <laughs> okay. Which is, seaweed? Uh, it's sushi. Yeah, yeah. Ruminate. Uh, manufacturers have actually had Bill Gates jump aboard and back them okay. um, in their production of their bioactive ingredients found in the red seaweed, mm. which they claim can help reduce emissions by ninety five percent. And and yeah, that's a that's a, a bit of bit of excitement, I guess. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of letting the the cows fart, um, <laughs> but if it's a if it's maybe can be done in a different way that's less harmful to the the atmosphere, then. Let's give it a go, eh? Well, I think if uh, if seaweed's the secret, the prices for these things will go through the roof, won't they? Well, because the cows or the seaweed? No, talking, and we know the steak's gone through the roof, oh, and we've got the seaweed. Mm. Seaweed will be, yeah, our nori rolls will be very expensive. I'm exactly. like, yeah. <laughs> it might have been some uh, Japanese farmer who's invented this idea here. Well, he mm. might have. He might have, like, given the... Yeah, how do they find up there? this? How, who works out, like, oh, hang on a minute, I just fed my cow some seaweed, and guess what? Less windy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Any concluding thoughts there? I mean, I wish I invested in a seaweed farm now, don't I? <laughs> uh, yes. I think it's, another positive is that um, growing seaweed helps to sequester carbon in from um, the atmosphere, but seaweed's actually up there with bamboo in terms of how fast it grows. Ah. So it's a very fast-growing plant underwater and sequestering a lot of carbon. It's a a wind-win. It's a wind-win. I like it, mate. I like that. Well, here's uh, three cheers to seaweed and the future prospects of a less windy cow. I love it. (laughs) Well, we're sitting up here on the the, the windy hill up here at Summersby, but you're very close by, MC. What are you up to around the Harvest Festival this weekend yourself? Yeah, only a stone throw up the road from you up at Ark and so tech, we are here and you can drop in and, and see us and explore the site. We've got petting zoo on offer. There's lots of animals to see. You can oh. see the whole operation um, happening here from from the gardening mm-hmm. um, to the treatment of, of waste here and, um, you know, in organic waste too. And you can grab a bite to eat and a, and a cup of coffee to, to here. Meet, meet the whole team and, and, and learn a bit about the future of of, uh, of landfill happening right here in Somersby. Oh, For the two days, today and tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And meet there MC. There goes the weekend. There goes, <laughs> <laughs> and meet MC, that would be exciting. Yes, there we go. MC, he's the young chap, probably the youngest chap working there. Do you think that with all the bugs and the insects and reptiles? <sighs> Absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you MC, another Thanks, great MC. bit of goss today on the show. As always. Thank you, gang. I'll speak to you again next week. Coast FM with the Gardening Gang. We're on location today at the Coachwood Nursery, all part of the Harvest Festival. Happy Harvest Festival. yee At home with the Gardening Gang. Coast FM 963.
FM with Pete Little and Sherilyn Darcy Saturday morning, a beautiful Saturday for the Harvest Festival today, tomorrow and a little bit of Monday occupying one of the big events here on the Central Coast and it is the uh, Love Central Coast website you'll find a whole program of activity throughout the hinterland yes, of the Central Coast. Yes, you can Coast. download that, you can plan your days out there, there's a map, there's lots of things to do and it's not just it's not just harvesting, there's arts and there's crafts, crafts and there's food, there's a bush dance on it the there's one here called Artisans on Acres. Yes. Is that artisans or artists? Artists who are artisans. I think right. It's the same Would you thing be an artist in the sense uh, of the uh, work art- you do on canvas? Uh, yes, I would call myself an artist. Okay, and you're now sitting on acres here as we are located. <laughs> so I'm an artisan we on acres. We are an artist on acres as we speak. All right, but yes. you can actually get along to Gillaby Public School, and today and tomorrow they're hosting the Artisans on Acres during the Harvest Festival. You can meet local artists, you can do workshops, have a look at demonstrations as well. It's on between 9am and 4pm today and tomorrow and that's at the Gillaby Public School, the Artisans on Acres. The CWA, which is about 250 metres in uh, their situation at the primary school Mm -hmm. here at uh, Summersby, they've got their magnificent array of edibles. Mm -hmm. On the way back to the radio station today, we should pop in and get an edible. (gasps) What do you think? They've got Devonshire tea. That's what I want. And you know what I'd like to get? We got last time at the Gosford Show, the lemon butter. (laughs) Is there anything better than a CWA lemon butter? Putting it out there. Okay, time to get the hands dirty Time to get your hands dirty, Coasties. So get out to the Harvest Festival. It is a glorious day. As Pete said, grab your little map off the Love Central Coast website, lovecentralcoast.com. But also, today... Today at Burbank Nursery over at Erina, there is a terrarium workshop. It's a ticketed event, so contact them to find out more. And very importantly, tonight, the Australiana Trivia Night with East Gosford Community Garden is on from 6.30pm. Go along and support one of our wonderful community gardens. It's a fun night with cash prizes for the winning table and other great prizes, including a basket from the gardening gang, Pete. It was a lovely gesture. It was a nice gesture. basket, yes, yes, with a couple of my books you. and a few Coast FM goodies and some seeds. It's on at East Gosford Progress Hall. Tickets are at the door, or you can book at www.tri booking.co. All right, what about your own garden? Pete, let's get ready. Okay. Right now, across the Central Coast, you can plant culinary herbs, artichokes, broad beans, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbages, cauliflower, cress. Garlic can still go in now. Kohlrabi. And look, we live on the glorious Central Coast, so we can grow lettuce pretty much year-round. Maybe not in the frosty areas. Put those undercover. Other things you can plant are mustards, onions, peas, shallots, spring onions, silver beet, spinach. Now, in the flowers, we're looking at bare-rooted roses at the moment, and our nurseries are overflowing with them, so get those in now. Calendula, candy tub, canterbury bells, carnations, columbines, cornflowers, delphinium thyme is here, Di- dianthus, everlasting daisies, forget-me-nocks, foxgloves, gypsophila, hollyhock, honesty, larkspur, but not wallflowers, Pete. The old wallflowers <laughs> went out of season some weeks ago. They did. I'm glad you noticed. So let's not uh, worry too much about those wallflowers. Okay. There's plenty of choice as an alternative. That's right. Particularly those those roses. Also today we're uh, being sponsored by Alan Graham's Caravans and RVs and also Doormaster Security Doors and Windows at Berkeley Vale. We'll come back in just a tick with more of our classic hits. Fresh filtered water. The Gardening Gang. 
On location at Coachwood Nursery, Summersby for the Central Coast Harvest Festival. The fabulous Sher here at Coast FM 963. It's in his kiss. Give me a kiss. Oh, beautiful. Okay, <laughs> Cheryl and Pete Little here. Cheryl and Darcy, not Cheryl and Pete Little, but Cheryl and Darcy and Pete Little. Thank you. Quite separate entities. Here at the uh, Coachwood Nursery at Summersby, part of the fabulous Harvest Festival. We've got Peter Donnelly with us right now. And Peter is uh, one of the uh, successful proprietors of the Coachwood Nursery with his wife. Now, Mr Donnelly, just draw your mouth closer to the microphone and we'll hear gorgeous... Uh, words of um, encouragement to people to come out and enjoy the day because they're coming in now. Yes, that's right. It's a beautiful day, perfect weather for the Harvest Festival. Um, we've got a lot of things to see here and do, workshops, um, lots of plants to look at, produce for sale, all sorts of things. It's a lovely day, so everyone should get out and enjoy it. Now, how do you and Ruth run this massive operation here? Or do you employ people or do you get uh, out there at 5 o'clock every morning and go to bed at 6 at night? Yeah, we do, we do work long hours, but you, do, you get used to you know, knowing how to do a lot you know, in a sort of a minimalistic way, if I could put it that way. You know, <laughs> it, it is a lot to look after, but we enjoy it. A bit like radio. A little bit like that. You've got that. to enjoy it. So Ruth and Peter have a lot of succulents here. And we spoke to Ruth earlier in the show, in the first hour, about her suck or their succulents and also dried flowers. But Pete, I happen to know, because we've had you on a few times before, that you are very passionate about growing vegetables yes, here. Yes. So what sort of produce works well up here at Summersby? Okay, well, Summersby, we're really lucky here because we, we're cool enough to grow things like apples, uh, we can grow garlic really well. That's mm-hmm. the proper garlic, the Italian, as they call it, the Italian garlic. Um, and we can grow peaches, the sorts of things that you do have a little bit of trouble when it's a bit too warm. And But we're warm enough here to still grow things like avocados, mm-hmm. um, tomatoes in season, of course, and all that sort of thing. So we, we're, it's a good climate. Being elevated at Summers Beach, about three degrees cooler during the daytime. Right. And it, it just gives us that little bit of a window where we can grow some things that you know, you can't on the coast because I have lived on the coast before we came here. Okay. And um, although I like it down there, I think I, I really actually, I like that little bit of a um, drop in humidity and the coolness yes. in the air up here. It's beautiful. Yeah. And what are you harvesting? At the moment, we're harvesting citrus. We've just finished harvesting uh, persimmons. They're just about finished now. Uh, we're, we're harvesting uh, in the vegetable garden. We're harvesting all of the brassicas. We've got uh, mm-hmm. cabbages. Cauliflowers aren't quite ready. I didn't get them in early enough, but we're we're still harvesting late tomatoes, would you believe? Oh, Um, no. Tomatoes go so well on the coast all over, don't they? Yeah, yeah. We're still still on the end of the tomato harvesting. Mm -hmm. We're still harvesting... um, Well, we're still harvesting um, zucchinis and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a little bit of a crossover period now where where the winter things are just coming in and the summer things are finishing, but still plenty in the garden to harvest, that's for sure. Now, this Harvest Festival, Pete, I think it's an absolutely magnificent promotion for the community, and it's uh, probably now in its, what, 10th year, 12th year? Something like that. I haven't yes, counted the I'm years down, but it would be that. I'm just sort of making an estimate 
I, my recollection goes back um, to several, maybe a decade ago. Mm. Uh, mm. You guys would have got through the COVID probably unscathed, I would have. Well, COVID did affect, dependent on what sort of a business you had. We we were doing a lot of garden shows and festivals, and it affected us in that way. We okay. because of, of course all of the garden shows were shut down, mm. so we had to change things, and we started having open days in the nursery here, and that's why um, you know we sort of like wear a mask kind of thing. Yeah, we we didn't bother outside. It wasn't so important to wear a mask Indeed, outside. But, of but, yeah, but it, I think we were shut down for about three years because of COVID restrictions, uh, and then uh, we're back on deck again, which is really good. Yes. Uh, so it's actually been a very resilient period for the gardening industry overall because uh, people turned to gardening, didn't they? They turned to gardening yes. when they were locked down, and uh, yes. many of the nursery people that uh, we work with uh, quite regularly indicated they had a boom period. There so was. There that, well, yeah. when, when COVID restrictions first hit, uh, the garden industry as a whole was never as busy as that. It was mm. like, mm. even in the winter, it was like spring. It was incredible. Everyone, as you said, they were locked down. They just mm. wanted to yeah. do what they could, get outside in the garden. So it was the very best thing for the for the gardening industry. Well, the gardening gang was actually born in the first few months of the pandemic. So right. we, this is where we started and we're, we're still here as well. Actually, I think you're that, right. I am right. Yeah, you yes. started at a good time. Yes, we did start at a good time because we started off as a, a little one-hour show and it became so popular. It grew to two hours and then uh, we, we just love interacting with all our local producers, nurseries mm. and gardeners. And I'm so happy that this passion has just kept going as well. Mm. So that's what we're seeing. And it's wonderful that nurseries like yourself that were commercial have diversified as well into picking mm. up that the new interests with people locally. Yeah, too. you have to do that. You have to be yeah, prepared to well. change what you're doing and just, uh, you know, mm. go with whatever the trends are and, yeah. and make those adjustments. Oh, well done. Mm. Okay, well, that's uh, fantastic talking to Peter Donnelly, one of our uh, gardeners. No, one of our gardeners. One of our uh, farmers here. gardener, producer, farmer. part of the <laughs> Harvest Festival at Summersby and right through the entire or coverage area of Coast FM, yes. which would uh, be Jillaby, Yarramalong, yeah, Cal- uh, Cal- uh, all the areas <laughs> that uh, we call the hinterland. Along, it's all along the hinterland of There's the Central Coast. something to do Coast. over the weekend. That's right. And make sure you pop into Coachwood Nursery, which is up here at Summersby, not far from the Summersby School. It's a yes, wonderful place to be. thanks for hosting us today, too. Thank My you. pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Ruth's um, yeah, cup of tea is beautiful. It's <laughs> good. Yeah, she makes a well. good cup of tea. She does. She does. <laughs> Coast FM, this is the Gardening Gang with Pete and Sherilyn this morning. Hi. And Sherilyn Darcy, we're at the Coachwood Nursery today because it's the fantastic Central Coast Harvest Festival. We're being well looked after here. Doreen Mm. has joined us too. She's popped up. Mm. And uh, have you checked out all the wonderful spaces here? For I have. It's fabulous, isn't it? It's fabulous here. What are they called this fair? This is called the uh, Hinterland. The Hinterland. I love it. It's a beautiful place, isn't it? Now, Mm. apart from the Hinterland activities, what other markets are being held around the coast this weekend, Doreen? Okay, there is one at Mangrove Mountain Markets. They're being held today between 9 and 3 on the corner of Georgetowns Drive and Blood Tree Road. They raise funds for their local community and specialise in homemade preserves, cakes, crafts and plants. 
Now, just a little note, normally the YE markets are on, but they're not on today because of the long weekend. Okay, so they're not on. Why should the king get a birthday like this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know. That's going to be hard to get used to, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird because his birthday is not till actually November, I think. So we're still celebrating. Let's let's just have that public holiday, right? Exactly. Tomorrow? What about tomorrow? Okay, tomorrow. Tookley Lions Club markets are on near Coles Tookley between 8 and 1. Go along and browse through their stalls and find some bargains. Gosford City Farmers Market is being held tomorrow between 7 and 1. There's a wide variety of goods, including fresh produce, rustic breads, pasta, deli items and crepes. And Woi Woi Waterfront Markets are on tomorrow between 9 and 2. Now, it's all things creative, so think of well-being, flowers and candles. Food stalls too. It's on a Brick Wharf Road, Woi Woi, with Central Coast Ferries running services from Empire Bay, Davistown and Saratoga. And wrapping it up, the Entrance Lions Club Charity Market is being held again tomorrow between 8.30 and 12.30. It's on in the Denning Street car park opposite Coles. Browse through their second-hand goods and specialty items. You know, it'd be nice to have some markets on the Monday. Because Ooh, public yes. holiday markets. That's, that's true. People could... Well, we can all sort of enjoy what we did get on Saturday and Sunday, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> yes. All the things from the Gosford Farmer's Market. That's me. Mm. <laughs> Yum. Double demerit points too, guys. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, no, don't don't yeah, speed put, down there. Put a damper there. on yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't speed. Okay, thanks, Doreen. Have a lovely long weekend. You're heading I off will. on the van this weekend. Uh, oh, and, yeah, uh, just a little bit of tripping around. Really? I do have our grandson, though, so I'll have to make sure he's buckled in. <laughs> And organised, and organised with, with his treats and snacks and, and no speeding. <laughs> you got it. Okay, this is Coast FM. This is the Gardening Gang with Pete and Sheridan on the Harvest Festival weekend. Thanks, Doreen. Craving, oh, we're craving for a bit of food this morning. We're at the Harvest Festival. Friends and neighbours, this weekend, it is the Central Coast Harvest Festival right throughout the valleys and mountain tops of the Central Coast. And right now we're located in a beautiful spot here at the, um, uh, the, the nursery. Yes. It is the Coachwood Nursery because mm-hmm. they put a fire on for us. <laughs> and we're actually... We're, we're like moths to the flame. What is it now, about seven degrees oh, here at the know. moment? No, I'm not here with this fire that Ruth and, and Peter And the fire on. that's uh, warming our posteriors is absolutely very, very comfortable. I love it. Uh, we're going to thank some sponsors here at Coast FM this morning. Um, and also to our major sponsor, Alan Graham's Caravans and RVs at Wyoming, up in all this weekend, and Doormaster Security Doors and Windows at Berkeley Vale. Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy here this morning at Coast FM. It is the Gardening Gang, and we're uh, all about the big festival this weekend, the Harvest Festival. And we're going off to the Iris Lodge, Sherilyn. We are. Yes, the Alpaca Lodge. We've got Sean Hooper with us this morning. Mm-hmm. Are you a, a called a shepherd, are you, Sean? Would you be a, a shepherd okay. of alpacas or a, a rustler? I'm probably, a, yes. I'm, I don't know what the collective word is for alpacas, but I'm, I'm the overseer. Oh, the overseer. I love it. <laughs> the chief collector. <laughs> now... What's on this weekend at the uh, Iris Lodge in terms of uh, activity for the public? Yeah, look, uh, at Iris Lodge Alpacas this weekend, we're running our, our breakfast, um, which is which is now fully booked from eight thirty to uh, eleven. Yeah. But then from eleven thirty to four thirty, we're doing an open day where people can just come, um, no need to book, and you get to um, come in amongst our eighty-three alpacas. 
80. And hand feed them. Three. I, whoa. <laughs> That's a lot of alpacas. I don't think I've seen that many all together. He's an overseer. He is an he overseer. He's not a rustler. He's got a big bunch of alpacas. <laughs> Love it. Hey, listen, can I ask a question, Sean? Not being an alpaca sure. uh, appreciator, because I have no knowledge of how they, how they sort of mood them, what sort of mood they get into. What would be the most difficult thing about the um, the nature of an alpaca? Are they docile or are they a bit tricky? Uh, generally, they're fairly docile. Uh, once again, it depends what you put into them. You get back what you put in. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got our hand-raised alpaca, Billy. He's very cantankerous. If you look at him the wrong way or you... Um, Mm. Will you poke him? He'll, he'll spit at me. I was trying to work out. Pete and I were just having a little bit of a wager. Is it llamas or alpacas that spit? So it is alpacas. All camel leads. So oh, they alpacas, all spit. Llamas, <laughs> yeah, camel, wanakos and vacunas all spit. Oh, okay. But, it, but they generally only, they only spit if you annoy them generally okay. or if they're arguing with each other. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in response to that question about their nature, they're fairly docile, huh? Hmm. Yeah, look, they are. Ours, ours are, look, ours are in your face. They they get up close to you, and mm-hmm. they they want they're seeking the interaction. Ah, okay. Mm. So when they sleep at night time, Sean, here's a question for you: Do they stand yeah. or sit down or lie down or turn upside down? What do they do? Yeah, when they, if they're very comfortable and they they feel secure, they'll lay on their side and go to sleep. Uh huh. But but if there um, if there's any sort of nervousness, they'll cush. So it means that they'll basically sit down, have their legs underneath them, and but they will they'll put their head down, but they will be alert. Oh, I see. I can oh, see this. They're sort of like cute. they're sort of like kneeling. They're, they're, it does look very cute. Yeah, I'm looking at some photos here. They're just gorgeous looking. They they really are. And in saying that, do you think they make good family pets? You know, if there was someone had a bit of bit of not room in my there, backyard, not, in your, fit. not at Saratoga. No, they're not going there. <laughs> but I'm up at Lake Memora, Maybe. What do you What do you think, Sean? Well, I think I think they make brilliant pets. Ours are all pets. Um, mm-hmm. If one, they've got to be on acreage, and two, you have to have a minimum of two or three. Right. And But you need to put a lot into them. If you just put them in the paddock and don't have anything to do with them, they'll have nothing to do with you. Uh-huh. But ours, I, I can go in there. I can call them. Uh, I, I walk into the paddock now. I, I call them. The whole 83 will come running up to me. Oh, goodness. Really? <laughs> and do you have a breeding program, Sean, or you just uh, we, hope for the best? Yeah, we no, 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 we do. We we had Jimmy. Um, he was supposed to be our stud male, but we put him in with the girls and he was scared of them and um, wanted to get out and back with the boys. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, 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 say, not there's anything wrong with him. No, 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 that's, that's right. <laughs> that's what you say. <laughs> got, got, got to be politically correct, but as a, as a, um, as a stud male, it's not very good. So we, we, had, to get a new, we had to get a new stud male in from Victoria. So his name's Vinny. Okay. He's Vinny, Vinny must have a great time with the girls now, I reckon. <laughs> Vinny takes his work very seriously. Does he? Oh, with a name like Vinny, I'm sure he does. <laughs> just imagine. Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine anything cuter than a baby alpaca. Do they usually breed sort of around springtime or is it any time of the year? No, alpacas, oh, by the way, baby alpacas are called Creus. Oh. And they, yeah, C-R-I-A. And Creus. they, um, it's, it's They'll breed at any time of the year or whenever the males can or the girls are keen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the girls are actually pregnant for 11 and a half months. Wow. Oh, no, and how? No. <laughs> That's a long yeah. time. And here's another little fact. When they're being born, it's referred to as unpacking. Oh, uh, give me a nah, break. Come on. <laughs> 
Fair enough. Said, no. Sean, I think you're pulling the leg there. They're called really? unpacking. No, no, no. no. Really? You ask any alpaca, I'll tell you that's what it is. <laughs> well, this weekend, a great time to learn about alpacas. You've learned a little mm. bit about on the radio this morning. But uh, catch up with Sean and the crew at the Iris Lodge at what location, uh, Sean? Oh, look, we're in Dunks Lane in Dillaby. So just down from the Hugh Hugh Road Cemetery. All okay. right. Sweet. All, all part of the Harvest Festival on the Central Coast. All this weekend. Thank you, Sean. Sean Hooper there from the Alpaca Iris Lodge on Coast FM this morning. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. The fabulous Bob Skaggs and that Lido Shuffle. Pete Little and Sherlyn Darcy here today at the Harvest Festival. And while that song was playing, mm-hmm. we had the TV cameras here. We did. We officially opened the Harvest Festival on behalf of the entire community of the Central Coast. That's right. And uh, there are people like everywhere. Hi, good to see you. Look at them all. They're all this here. This person here's got a shirt on saying, I love Swansea. Oh. That's not Central Coast. No, I'm on the verge. So. It's on the verge. I like Swansea as well, mate. Yeah, well that's done. Great. Now, Sheldon's got a couple of things here she'd like to just pass over mm. to our listeners. Uh, now we officially have this place opened and up- yes. operating. Uh, for the weekend, for those who may be thinking about jumping in their car over either today or tomorrow around the Central Coast hinterland. That's right. Now, look, if you would like your own program, you can download it, you can print it out, whatever, have a look at it on your iPhone, lovecentralcoast.com, and then have a look for Harvest Festival, and that's the whole thing. There's so many things to do. It's from Calgar and Summersbury to Mangrove Mountain, Peets Ridge, Yarramalong, Jillaby, Wyong Creek, Duralong and Culnura, to name a few things. Now, piggybacking alongside this is the Glenworth Grazing Food and Wine Festival as well. That's all happening right alongside all of this and other things you can do in the Summersby area is visit the Arc Entotech Farm. Summersby Public School has the good old CWA there. Yes, the Devonshire Tees. We might Devonshire try those. Tees look really, really good. The Royal Orchid Nursery is open as well at Mangrove Mountain up there and also the Springs is open and the Bloom Barn. We spoke to them about their sunflowers early, earlier. East Coast Beverages have an open day at Culnura and then over at Yarramalong and on all that area, the alpacas are there. Angel Sasuri, they're good friends of ours. They're open today with some lovely things. It's Platypus Day up there as well at Chilibi. Not sure what that entails. We'll find out. Molly's Farm is open. And, of course, tonight, the Yarramalong bush dance is on. Yeehaw. Love a good old bush dance. What about you? Well, I might be uh, asking uh, you to join me. Bit of two If my wife says no, I might be Sheldon. Would you like to accompany me to that bush dance? Would you? Would you take me... Yeah, under I'll your take wing him. I'll show take me a couple of steps. A couple of little dosey dough. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, that's all part of the fun this weekend. They're calling it the farm, the fun, the friends and the food on the Central Coast Harvest Festival. Coast FM, Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy. We're on the hill today. We're at Summersby. It is the uh, magnificent... Harvest Festival. Yes, it is. And this beautiful food we're joining in today. Mm-hmm. Thought we'd also um, you know, offer Lachlan McDonald the opportunity of joining us here, but he couldn't make it up today. He's on the phone. Yes. Lachlan's from uh, Ray White McDonald Partners talking about real estate. Uh, good morning. You're missing out, you know. Good morning. It sounds like it. Well, we haven't got any farms for sale here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got to ask uh, a couple of questions today that uh, somebody raised with us at the radio mm. station. And if they were going to be buying a house in these troubled times, 
interest mm-hmm. rates are going up again, as we all know. What kind of questions should we as buyers be asking the agent? Can I ask the agent, Lachlan, if he has other people interested in the property? And are you obliged to give an honest answer? Yes, I mean, you can certainly ask that, that question. I think the, the thing which is interesting is what answer are you looking for? Well, I'm going to try and sort of squeeze the best rate. Are you hoping that that ain't no one or are you hoping that that answers a lot of people or are you hoping that it ain't the, the Ooh. Goldilocks just Ooh. in the middle? Mm. You see what I mean? Actually, you put me on the spot here now. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to answer that, Sherilyn. Gee, oh. Because <laughs> I think, Pete, the reason why I ask is so many people ask the question and they don't know what answer they actually are wanting or they don't know what answer they actually... <laughs> well, I'm in the same you know, boat. Is, <laughs> because, of course, yes, you know, you always want to be upfront with people, but... The hard part is, is if you say to someone, um, look, there's, there's actually no one at this point, then they go, oh, well, I don't want it. And then if you say, well, actually, there's a lot of people interested in this one, it's no, a great home, they go, well, I won't bother then. <laughs> um, oh, it's a really gotcha. tricky question, that one. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, you're the one that gets these gets these every week or every day. So mm. I suppose you know, being a uh, very infrequent purchaser of real estate these days, that's it. Um, well, that's a good uh, start off. Anyway, what other questions yeah, should the uh, ask the buyers uh, be asking of the agents, mate? Well, look, as I said, I think it's a good good question, but it's just you know, don't be. Well, I guess what I'm getting at is, don't be deterred from your interest based on that question, right? Yeah, because right. you know, you you can't rely on. Um, there being a lot of interest actually turning into people participating in, in, in you know, offers or things like that. Yep. And likewise, just because there's not interest in a property doesn't mean it's, it's not a great property and you've got a good opportunity. That's sort of what I'm getting at. Okay. Um, so it's still, still a good question to ask. The other questions you can ask for are things that um, might influence your decision, like are there any easements on the property are there any um you know things that affect the use of the property Mm -hmm. um is there any unusual zoning or anything like that 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 Mm. is different to what you might be uh, expecting from the area those sorts of things now the contracts that are prepared for uh the the seller and these are open to anyone who is interested in the property i imagine do those things all go in the contract uh contract of sale they do yeah and um, obviously, it's best if you're not experienced to have a solicitor interpret that. Um, mm-hmm. Most people, if they are, you know, an experienced purchaser, they can have a flick through and maybe get a rough idea before engaging a solicitor to, you know, to save a bit of money there, just to know whether it's actually worth going to the next step. Yeah. Um, but yes, all of that information will be contained in that that contract. The uh, 25 pages. What's in the contract these days? 25 Gosh, <laughs> I don't know. Probably tons and tons. But um, if I were really wanting a property, but maybe, you know, well, when to be you a last creative, bought a property, what would you what? put in? What questions were you well, putting in? Well, this is what I'm saying. Are there some sort of terms that I could offer that would appeal to the vendor? Like, could I sort of say, can we have a little bit of negotiation there? Is that something that comes up a lot, or is it something that's open to negotiation. Oh, if you want to delay the settlement. Yeah, or delay whatever. the settlement mm. or, you know, maybe I want to get in faster and things like that. You know, are things always set in stone or, you know, is it open for a little bit of uh, creative massaging there? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good question to ask, Sherilyn, because uh, not always. You might think that the person with the most money always gets the property, but it's not always the case. You know, that mm. person might have settlement terms that are not... Uh, suitable for the seller or they might have other terms or special conditions that the seller doesn't want to agree to in the contract. So 
it's really important to ask if there's any sort of advantageous conditions that mm-hmm. would perhaps make your offer more attractive than another's if you could offer those to the seller. Well, let's turn our thoughts to those properties that go to auction. And I always freak out when things go to auction for some reason. I'm not very comfortable. Can you put a deal to the uh, the agent? Yeah, you, you most certainly can, Pete. Um, I think I think it's always up to the particular seller as to whether they want to consider that. Um, but uh, for the most part, um, you know, most sellers I think are happy to have that conversation. So yes, you most definitely can. And, and if you are interested in a property and you're planning on going to auction, it's also important that you make the, that clear to the agent so that if somebody else makes an offer prior to the auction, they make sure they get in touch with you and include you. Ah. Oh, okay. Right. Well, that makes sense to me. Sounds very fair, doesn't it? It sounds really fair. No, I like this because I, I always think things are set in stone. I don't know why I always go, that's the way they do business and that's it. And that's, you think it might you be know. cut and dry? I no, don't know. it's like I selling just, cars. I is think. it like selling yeah, cars? It is. Just a bit more zeros. <laughs> have, you, have you got any vibe on what might be the impact of this most recent uh, increase in interest? Uh, yeah, Pete, I, I think uh, we're not going to see a, a too greater effect, to be perfectly honest. Oh, I think it's that. going to uh, – there's a number of reasons why the market's doing what it's doing. There was actually some data put out uh, only this week saying that uh, one of the key factors driving the market is that household uh, density, like the number of people per house, has been steadily decreasing since the pandemic. So oh, people are living okay. in bigger houses yeah. than they perhaps need. Obviously, that's adding to this undersupply that we're currently experiencing. Well, maybe people are thinking about turning their houses into a boarding house. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in some money. Well, I think they're like moving the out days. of the city still. That's what I've noticed. It's very busy around the coast. People are still buying, aren't they, around here? For sure. Yeah, well, it seems so. Hmm. Yeah, definitely, Pete. Still plenty of activity. It's not really dampening people's enthusiasm um, at all, I would say. Lachlan McDonald joins us every week, Talk Sense, on real estate here on the coast from Ray White McDonald Partners. Thank you, mate. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Lachlan. Now let's get back to the music while we're relaxing on the farm today. Classic hits at Coast FM there, the Rubettes and Sugar Baby Love. Pete Little and Sherilyn Darcy thanking you for joining us today from the Harvest Festival. Have a great weekend and a superb long weekend on the Central Coast and drive carefully. Thank That's you, right. Sherilyn. Happy Harvest. See you next week.